0: Melissa is someone that is very close to my heart because I am currently in her equine gestalt certification program, which is a two-year program. I am about a year in, and so much has already shifted for me in my awareness of myself, the emotions that I was keeping within myself because of fear of anger and not letting myself heal from the anger and things that I had never been able to say throughout my entire life. I had believed that I was not angry. I was not an angry person. However, I had been told that when I do get angry, that it's scary. So I created Or I learned all of these coping mechanisms, all of these different modalities that would keep this anger at bay. Because anger, I did not want to make anyone feel unsafe, like I had felt my entire life. So I believed that I had no anger, that I had moved through it. (laughs) And in reality... I had so many coping mechanisms and so many coping strategies in line so that I did not express my anger. The thing is, is it has to be expressed. It has to be released. And the moment that I went up to the cube and had this opportunity to really let my anger out I truly thought I had nothing to give, until I was handed the racket, until she said, just hit it once and see what comes up. I remember it clearly. I hit it once. I looked at her, and I said, oh, and that was it. I don't know how long it lasted. I don't know how long I was expressing and releasing and screaming but it changed my life. From that point on, I've been able to share things, go deeper into deconditioning of my voice, even bringing it into my human design aspects with helping others decondition their voice and noticing and seeing where their anger is or where the suppression of their voice is. And what a beautiful gift I'm going to be able to give once I graduate, when I'm able to hold this space For all of you who work with me to be able to express your sadness, your anger, your fear, your words in a safe space where you actually get to release it from the physical body rather than cope and create mechanisms to hold things in. This woman is a beautiful human being and going into her chart and having the privilege to be able to. See her chart and already know the brilliance that she is. It was already, I already knew everything by just being in her presence. So I hope that you listen and take heart and take notice because when you do the work of deconditioning, learning about yourself and then releasing the physical, the physical emotion. This is the beautiful essence that you can be in the world. Melissa Pierce, her energy is the beautiful essence, because she has done this work. And I'm very grateful. So I hope you enjoy this. I would love your feedback. Always grateful. Always love you. Let's dive in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a two-four manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. I am back here with Melissa, diving into her charts. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, please go back and listen to the previous podcast where we're able to learn about her and what she does in this world of ours. So we're going to go into her chart. And when I first saw this chart, after knowing her personally, I was like, well, yeah, of course. With a lot of the, the things that she spoke about. So we did have a discussion previously, a little bit about the chart. Did you remember anything or anything that stood out to you? I
1: think what stood out to me the most, what Miranda, was how affirming it was. Because I'm not in my 20s, right? I know myself really well. And it was so affirming in a way that I'm, I've been right on track in many of the things that I've created in my life and that I've done in my life. So it's really fun to hear it put in this framework for sure.
0: And that is something that I have noticed people that have been doing the work that have worked on like with gestalt or deconditioning conditioning or doing the work, there is an affirming part of Okay, this is me. So now I know this. How can I be more bold? At least that was my experience. I needed that mm-hmm. permission to be bold. You're already there. You're Very a manifestor in the now.
1: Fuck with bold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: So you do talk a lot about when we have cores, you've mentioned some things about manifesting, being mm-hmm. present in the now. And then we just talked about the horses and how the horses are present and in the now. And you are a splenic manifester, which means you know in the now. And it's so important for your strategy. That's what we call it in human design is your strategy is how to make decisions that are most aligned with you to make that in the moment decision and just trust and go.
1: I do rapidly, rapidly. (laughs) I told kind of a funny story in our summit last week because I ironically, or maybe just right on time, one of the themes we had was manifestation. And I told kind of a funny story. I had moved from a very large ranch onto a smaller place and I hadn't built the barn yet. So the horses were all out in round pens. And I sat down with my best friend. I'm on the sofa, kind of like tired boxes are everywhere. Everything's everywhere. And I said, gosh, and how am I going to find somebody you know, to help me with the horses. And I said, I just need to find somebody that's willing to come and do a feed and clean for me at least once a day. And so that's probably one of my first things I need to accomplish. And the doorbell rang, like literally three minutes after I said that the doorbell rang. Very nice man. He said, hey, I work for that ranch up the street. I work full time for them. But I wondered if you wanted either a morning or an afternoon assistance on your farm, like boom, right there. And I went out and I hired him and stuff, went back, sat on the sofa. And my girlfriend looked at me and she says, Could you start working on strawberry ice cream? I'm having a craving. So and she knows I manifest rapidly. <laughs> that was one of the funnier times.
0: And, you know, when you were speaking about that, when I was looking at your chart, I could visually see what the energy that happened. You, in the moment, in the spleen with the 57 here, you, in the moment, it went to your identity and direction in your. In your G center, which went to your throat, which you spoke about it, because you in the moment spoke about it, then it manifested because it was in that exact moment. That it is powerful to be able to do that. Are there any other times that that happened? Oh, yeah, oh yeah.
1: Dane sees my husband. Dane sees it all the time. He'll be he'll be all right. He says, "Okay, Mojo White Cat, we need a parking space somewhere close to this venue." And I will just say there, I believe we're gonna find just the perfect parking space right in the front, kind of to the left. I can kind of see it and sure enough, it'll be there. So, so we have fun with it. We try not to use it for too frivolous of things, but we have fun with it. But I honestly believe I don't even notice really when I'm doing it necessarily. I'm just a quick decision maker for business. So I'll say, oh, I'd like to I feel like I want to create this. I just put a new product out at Summit. I want to create this. And it all is a download from the universe and it's done. So I make it look easy. It's not always easy, but it's because I, I think because I have a deep trust that when those things come through, they have a certain feeling in me, it's just a resonance, I guess. And I think, yep, that's where I'm supposed to go. So, so much of manifesting is not having doubt, right? It's so much of it is just having the belief. So I, I must not have, on your chart here, I must not have a doubter. i am not much of a doubter in life.
0: Well, <laughs> the head, the head chakra, is, uh, has a 64, 61, and 63. Those are all questions of why, how, and you have none of them defined. I just don't do that. I don't ask why. I don't ask how. I just say, well, okay, let's do this. <laughs> so what is the new product? Do you, do you want to share?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, sure. I just put it out at Summit. So I was sitting in, in our place in Coronado, California in April, and I thought, gosh, I want to do something to help the graduates, especially take more action. They have vision. They know what they want out of life. They know how to do it and all that. But they they freeze up when it comes to taking massive action or repetitive daily consistent action which is what it takes when you're an entrepreneur. You have to take action. It isn't just the manifestation of the vision. You have to put the action behind it. So I created a 60-card deck, and they keep it on their desk. It's called the Now Deck. And when they pick up one of the cards, they, they can shuffle it as much as they want, but when they draw a card, they're committing to do that. And there's all kinds of actions in the deck. And we're going to put it through the test By Your Horse uh, community. I think almost everybody at Summit bought a deck. And then probably within a year, if not sooner, I'm going to do it for the all out entrepreneur and business and coach community. So I want this one's very tailored to us. And I want to broaden it, you know, to the bigger coach community. But it's something to say, because you guys say to me all the time, what would Melissa do right now? You know, if this was her business, what would be the next step she'd take? I'm like, just, just pick that card up and do what it has on the card.
0: I love that because it brings the questioning and the fear out. If you make that conscious intention of whatever I pull, I'm doing it. Yep.
1: It's a task and it's a commitment, right? Where there is hesitancy, there's no success at all. You've got to just move forward. And it's not like I haven't made my mistakes in business or in life, but I don't hold on to them either. Is there something in this chart that says that? Because everybody that knows me says, are you successful in absolutely everything you do? And I think, well, I feel that way, but consciously I know that's not true. I've done a few projects that haven't flown, but I don't hold on to them. I can't even remember them a month later. I'm so busy going forward in my manifesting. So Mm -hmm. there's something in this chart that tells you that.
0: Well, my question would be, do you have a deep connection to your inner self like do you have a practice where you ground into your inner self daily or is that just something that you intuitively know all the time you receive because you do receive diamonds from the divine like mm-hmm.
1: yeah i do you've watched it in my work with people all of that i do i i have a lot of spiritual practices that are short and and grace like the i vow that i teach you guys you know different things like that And then I think that the horses just have a beautiful way. If I'm feeling scattered, which is very rare, I can go out with them and boom, their energy and mine blend together and spray grounded four hooves on the ground. So I'm not a flighty person, right? You know, it's just not my nature to be flighty.
0: What came up for me with that was as a manifester, it's very important for you to have support because you do have these brilliant ideas where you can move very quickly, it just happens. But then usually what happens is then you need a break. You need a nap, you need a break, and yeah. you yeah. need other people to support you. And when you were talking about the horses and then when you're a, the partner, the horses support you in that, Definitely. as well as the people that support you, like game yep. and a Yeah. Yep. right? Yep. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, you know, I say it jokingly, but it's not really a joke my horses I feel like I work for them you know that's my calling to be that human voice and and that person that's out here showing the world what they can do so I work for them so if I get lost I go out in the barn and they go all right we need this (laughs) so it's like in there okay I'll I'll go do it so pretty fun can I ask you about the job? yeah Yeah. I'm, just something I saw that I was curious about. So the design date is different than my actual birth date. So what is that?
0: The design date is the red side of the chart. So you'll notice on the left side, oh. there's the red numbers. Yep. Oh. All of these numbers are unconscious. These are all unconscious activations that happened 88 days before your birth. So it happened on the design date. Oh. The, desi- the design side represents the body, the physical body. So what in our world today, you know, we all think with the mind. So the personality side is the mind side. This is what we kind of resonate with, how we create our life, what we think we are. But then the body side, the unconscious side, that's what we're truly living. We're in the physical form. And it's truly about connecting to the design side, to the unconscious side. So that we can let go of some of the mind stuff and just let our body kind of flow and guide us, which it sounds it. like you already do. Yes, I do. I <laughs> love that. I love that. I, and that's probably why you're drawn to that red side.
1: I bet, I bet that's why. And you know it, that I teach, I believe that there's two ways in mental health that, that it's looked at. Like I always say, it's like sitting on a fence. And some people get off to one side, get off to the other. So one side says, what we think in our head creates our emotional field. The side I stand on is the more holistic side that says, I believe what we feel and the emotions that we have create our thoughts. And it, it's chicken and egg in a way, but it is a very different way of going through life. I pay a lot of attention to my somatics, what my body is telling me what my emotional field is telling me more than i do all the thoughts cuz thoughts are kind of all over the place sometimes and the body speaks the truth and speaks it first if you spoke to somebody that was more freudian they would say oh no 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 what you think creates what you feel i think what you feel creates what you think
0: the intuitive the feely aspect so it would be interesting to talk to someone that is more in the head and how they feel about that yeah yeah that's right and I'm wondering, too, I'll have to look at some of their charts on the others. Like the X. <laughs> you
1: have to see an ST and see what that looks like up there.
0: In the head. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see if, like, yeah. the head and odd is not are both defined.
1: I agree. Let yeah. me know. When you I that will. Out. I definitely you know. will.
0: There were a couple notes that mm-hmm. I wanted to say, and then you can continue to ask questions if you have any. But... The moon here, you have 41 and 48. So these, remember, the red side is the body, and then the black side is like the mind. So the combination and the balance is how you be. And the moon represents the emotions, your drive, what, what drives you in life. So the 48 is all about that higher wisdom In younger years, it could have been inadequacy where you had to learn all the things, all the studying and all that kind of stuff. And then the 41 is all about imagination. And I make a note here, imagination in creating abundance of ideas. So what drives you is the wisdom and imagination. That's truly what drives you in your business to continue in your business. How does that feel?
1: It feels extremely accurate. See, this is one of those affirming things again. But is this why Miranda, like I'll have an astrologer and they're always telling me I have my sun sign is cancer and then I'm a double Aquarian. So they always say that's why you being in business is easy. Like the business stuff is very easy for me, but the business ultimately yields me into this deep process you know, healing mother nature part of me. So it's an odd combo.
0: Yeah, well, the Aquarius, that Aquarian is really about that. And then, you know, I'm going to pull this up really quick. So the astrology aspects through the lens of human design on the left side here, you have all of these gate activations that are in certain houses in the unconscious. And then you also have them in the conscious, which is very interesting when you balance those two. So in Saturn, you actually have the 10th house, which is that career. In Mars, you have it in the 10th house in the unconscious. And then in that MC, you have it in the unconscious it's in Scorpio for you. So these aspects, as far as Mars learning about your business with relationships, because it's in the 7th house, these different aspects create a layer of your energies. So. The astrology aspect is another layer of human design. It's a deeper layer, I feel. I feel like human design gives us the tangible, like we get to see the energy in the chart. Then the astrology gets into the houses. And <laughs> <In> then you're... looking <laughs> at that. Yes. But for you, it is the moon is in the first house, which is all about cells. Cells. Right, the way that you can bring this out into the world, and then it's through three, which is also about communication. That's to communicate. So, how can you bring that, and maybe even communication with the animals, or how you can understand them? There's those aspects as well. Are there any other questions?
1: No, but I mean, all these things are so fun to look at how they inter intertwine, like you were saying. Because I think it was one when a who's become a real mentor for me. Uh, She was third generation gypsy. She read Tarot and I had a Tarot reading and she said, you need to learn to read the Tarot. And so I worked with her for about, I don't know, two or three months. I picked it up so easily. It was just like, oh, like reading a book. I learned to read and read the Tarot. And looking at kind of some of these things kind of fit into that as well. The moon is the intuitive in the Tarot course. And, you know, looking at all of these things. so.
0: I love it. I wanted to ask you about the earth and the sun because you have the 39 sun and I want to, that's my favorite date. I think I mentioned that to you before. The earth elements for you are the 38 Mm in the mental and the 57 in the unconscious. The 38 is about fighting and knowing what to fight for and fighting for things, and fighting for justice, and fighting for what you truly believe. And the 57 is the very intuitive. So it's the intuitive knowing of what to fight for. In this realm, the earth is what grounds you. So this is what keeps you grounded into this physical world, fighting for things that you believe in through what you're guided to fight for. Mm -hmm. And then that lifts you up into the sun, which is the 51 and the 39. And the 39 is about provoking. It's about poking things. And I think this is why I love you so much, honestly. Because because I need that. I need that stretch. And I stretch. And I like to poke. And I want to be stretched. And that 39 is like, do the work. Like, stretch yourself. Do the work. I'm going to poke you until you keep going. Because I believe in you. I see you. And you're holding yourself back. So yeah. that's the energy that came up for me as we were talking about holding that space. You hold the space in a loving way, but it's in a way that's like, oh, I better do the work. It's, it's
1: just so funny. It's so funny the way because I don't think of the word fight associated with me at all. Fight for, against, or anything else. It's not, not in my conscious wheelhouse. And, and I'm aware that I poke. But it's just so funny because one of the things the students will say, Well, I'm just a little bit afraid of you. And I'm always like, What? I'm this loving cancer. I'm not mean. I'm right there, you know. But I think what it is is because I see right through people. I see to their inside, deepest soul. I see what's happened to them and and who they can be and what they're capable of. And so I'm like lighting the fire under them. No, don't stop. That's a limiting belief around you we got to stretch that out so you could be all that you're here to be you know so it is poking i I won't say i don't poke because i'm i'm aware that i do i used to work with another therapist and some stuff and what many years ago and i'd say i say, oh i'm ready to pounce and he goes you've got to quit saying pounce it sounds like you're gonna attack like that's kind of the way it feels like they said what they need to say i'm ready to go
0: and the fighter energy, I can see that it's like, you don't want to, when you think of fight, you think of like a negative oh my, fighter, yeah, yeah, but it's it more is. so like knowing what's worth fighting for in this I world. Do. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the last one is the 51, which is, it reminds me a lot of your story. It's about taking the disruptions and the twists and turns in your life and using it for the good of the whole.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I've been handed a very unusual life in a a lot of ways. And I have not wasted it. I have taken every so-called negative thing or bad thing or sad thing or grief thing that's ever happened to me and found a way to make it a part of myself in a positive so that I can help others. Yeah.
0: And the last thing I will say, and then you can go to questions. The 37, you have this 37 in your emotional solar plexus. And you mentioned like that mother, I think you said mother bear or mother, yes, or son mother earth, mother bear. The 37 is the only activation that you have in your emotional solar plexus, which is all about emotions, empathy, taking you, and I've witnessed this. You take in other people's emotions and you can feel it and it really gets to you. You know what your emotions are and what is there. So you're able to release that.
1: Right. Right.
0: But the 37 is it's in your Venus and Venus is what you value. And Venus, this energy archetype is like the compassionate mother that helps stretch the person into growth.
1: Well, it fits, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, everybody, all the women in the program are like, oh, you had only been my mother and you're my mother now. And, you know, just kind of that mothering energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not mothering like, I think that's that's also, it's not mothering like taking care of. It is nurturing, right? To do what they need to do to be all the Eve and people that I care for.
0: Mm-hmm. What a great energy to be able to have that love, nurturing, compassionate and also stretching and poking people into rowing. I I think you're right.
1: That's pretty accurate.
0: Do you have any other questions? I know that it's a lot. So if there's anything that just stands out.
1: No, I don't have questions. I really am intrigued by all that you do and. And who you are and what this is. And I'm just sort of kind of blending it all in my brain to understand it. Because it is a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, questions right now, like I say, it's just always very validating.
0: Well, I want to thank you for playing with me. For yes. coming here to being open to this. I'm glad there were things that resonated. And I hope there's things that you take a little bit with you and step more powerful. I don't know how you can step more powerfully into things. But I'm trying <laughs>
1: This week, I need rest. I've been stepping powerfully for quite a while. But I know what you're saying. And I, I think any time that any of us probably are deeply affirmed by something like this, almost like cosmic permission to be all that we are. So I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Anything that you'd like to share again with a touchback horse or how to reach out to you? lots of
1: information on there. You see our beautiful Gypsy Vanner horses, which I always say are one sell off the fairy realm. I'd love to have their chart like this done on one of my horses, I'll tell you. They are amazing. I can do healers. that. You could, well, there you go. Let's do that. That'd be fun. Thank you, Miranda, for allowing me to come on and, and share with your audience. Appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the herd, everyone I've been able to be and meet with so far. And it's just really beginning. I'm so grateful that you said yes to be on here. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you check out the show notes. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity podcast. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host. In this podcast, I had the honor of going into Melissa Pierce's chart. Melissa is someone that is very close to my heart um, because I am currently in her equine gestalt certification program, which is a two-year program. I am about a year in and so much has already shifted for me in my awareness of myself, the emotions that I was keeping within myself because of fear of anger and not letting myself heal from the anger and things that I had never been able to say throughout my entire life. I had believed that I was not angry. I was not an angry person. However, I had been told that when I do get angry, that it's scary. So I created or I learned all of these coping mechanisms, all of these different modalities that would keep this anger at bay because anger is not, I did not want to make anyone feel unsafe like I had felt my entire life. So I believed that I had no anger, that I had moved through it. (laughs) And in reality, I had so many coping mechanisms and so many coping strategies in line so that I did not express my anger. The thing is, is it has to be expressed. It has to be released. And the moment that I went up to the cube and had this opportunity to really let my anger out, I truly thought I had nothing to give until I was handed the racket, until she said, just hit it once and see what comes up. I remember it clearly. I hit it once. I looked at her. And I said, oh, and that was it. I don't know how long it lasted. I don't know how long I was expressing and releasing and screaming, but it changed my life. From that point on, I've been able to share things, go deeper into deconditioning of my voice, even bringing it into my human design aspects with helping others decondition their voice and noticing and seeing where their anger is or where the suppression of their voice is. And what a beautiful gift I'm going to be able to give once I graduate, when I'm able to hold this space for all of you who work with me to be able to express your sadness, your anger, your fear, your words in a safe space where you actually get to release it from the physical body rather than cope and create mechanisms to hold things in this woman is a beautiful human being and going into her chart and having the privilege to be able to see her chart and already know the brilliance that she is it was already I already knew everything by just being in her presence so I hope that you listen. And take heart and take notice because when you do the work of deconditioning, learning about yourself and then releasing the physical, the physical emotion, this is the beautiful essence that you can be in the world. Melissa Pierce, her energy is the beautiful essence because she has done this work. And I'm very grateful. So I hope you enjoy this, I would love your feedback. Always grateful, always love you. Let's dive in. Something today today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.